Oh. Are we recording? Now we're recording. This is the real one. We had to dust off the Zoom recorder for this one. (laughs) You all should have seen how bad the the recording setup I had when I made that. Would you use, like, your phone? No, I had my H4. Oh, your H4. With a stereo pair. And I was just holding it in my hand very, very steadily. Oh, my God. And I, like, braced against the table because I got really shaky hands. So I'm like, don't make the... And, like, the battery clip was making noise. But it's good. It sounded fine. I think it sounded fine. There was a notable lack of Aaron. Yeah, that sucked. Hey, hey. You all thought it was bad. To, how do you think I felt? <laughs> how do you think I felt stuck out there? Stuck out there. Um, wow. And you can even vote. I voted. I th- yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, no one voted. It's lame. Yeah, apparently not. It's the Lexington Art Critique Marxist experience. And before we even talk about this fucking election, folks, oh my god. Um, well, I kept, let me say this, earlier today the Herald Leader kept kicking me off. I guess it didn't like that I was accessing so many pages. It was confusing. It didn't, it didn't like my VPN either. So anyway, um, once again. You know, we have a, we have a subscription. I know. I was logged in. Oh, really? Yes. Yes, no respect. No wow. respect. It's wow. horrible. Miss Leader, what is going on with you? Literally, Miss... Oh, I tell you, all these guys are doing all sorts of crazy shit to um, the Herald Leader. They're sending me damn newsletters now. They're, they're, they're trying to revamp the site. The Courier they, Journal's they, even worse. They got... Yeah, God, douche. I don't even go on. Thank God I don't have to look at any of that shit. Yeah, I um, have to. Every day I wake up and I was like, oh, God, at least I'm not doing the Louisville Marxist experience. Um, that, we'd be in over our heads for that one. Literally, <laughs> I mean, well, I'm sure there's someone already, I'm sure there's someone already doing the Louisville Marxist experience. <laughs> I don't think they need it like Lexington does. Um, but, uh, folks, before we can talk about any of that shit, one, allergies are still bad. I know the last main episode yeah. we did, we talked about bad the allergies are. Well, spoiler alert, folks, um, Aaron's got asthma now. Yep. Um, <laughs> I've been driven to the brink of insanity um, through the cocktail of drugs that I've been on. Um, but you know what? We're both feeling very stable today. They're normal. And we're here to record, as Peter Bourne would like to put it, a normal episode of Lame. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, he's kind of right, though. Are there any normal episodes of Lame? Yes, fuck off. It's a, there's a... It, yes, there are normal episodes of Lame. Almost, if it's got an, if it's got an episode number, it's a normal... It's, it, is, it is an episode that is made with the same word. Come on, guys. So come on. A, what are we on, like episode 53 or something like Whatever. that? Whatever. I'm not the one that's counting. Yeah, you me neither. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's for that's for our podcast to do for itself. It just tells us what number. That's it what is. lame podcasts, not us. Yeah, yeah let me say this: we uh, we just the checked entity. the last guy's episode, uh, <laughs> and we just add another number onto it. No, it's real easy that way. It's Here's a little conspiracy theory: is that at the end of each episode, well, Gen- they, they Journey hit Aaron, us with the memory gun. Yeah, Journey and Aaron die. Yeah, and hey, then, hey, people! All right, here's really <laughs> one for you. Hey, that teleporter kills you. You die in that teleporter. If they ever, if you ever live and they're like, oh, we made a teleporter, cool, cute. You just know if you step in there, you fucking die and your doppelganger walks out of that thing. I'm, that's, I'm sorry. Since we're just, since we're in the school of hard truths today here on Lame, <laughs> the teleporter fucking kills you. And how, oh God, at, how does, each, at the end of each episode, we'd fucking die or murdered brutally. Yeah, that's and then a great, we're just reborn each to, time. To, to, to quote the teleporter post, any other theory is just pure fucking cope. <laughs> Jerry and Aaron fucking die every episode for you. 
Speaking storm, of dying. We hit the we we hit the button that stops. Yeah, speaking of dying, <laughs> art's dead. I can't even talk about the fucking elections because I just got done seeing a play. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And oh my god. It's a play I've it's a oh my are you I'm, good in? I'm just gonna I'm gonna get some water. Okay, alright. Aaron's gone, so now you're really trapped oh, in here. With I'm me. just walking over here. Oh thank god. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just talk. <laughs> Great. So I'm gonna be try to be as short as possible with this, but you know, um, I've worked on this script before in a production, um, and, you know, it's supposed to be good, uh, not supposed to be good, let me say this, it's already a fraught thing, I don't know if you know anything about the neo-futurists, but that's your lame homework for tonight, is look up the neo-futurists, and go see a real production by the neo-futurists, just like, go to Chicago, go see Infinite Wrench, Whatever, by God, if you ever see a community theater company producing the Too Much Light Makes the Baby Go Blind variant of, uh, which is what we, you know, the, the BA2 variant of um, the Neo Futurist play, it's bad. Um, I think maybe the script is salvageable, but I've yet to see a good production of it. This one ran eight minutes over. As, and they were like, and they were like, oh, we know it's over, and you can either get up now or you do it. And I was trapped. I didn't want to walk over all these people, but I was gonna get up and go. This play fucking sucked. Um, and that's the first play, guys. I haven't seen a play since early 2020. Wow. I, I'm and, and 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 I said that to someone. They're like, that's not true. Surely you <clears> saw another play. And we're racking our minds. I can't la- list you a play that I went and saw, like went to a theater, sat down and watched it or whatever. You want to know something? Well, Aaron, I have not. I've been in one play. But I don't. Oh, I've really? never seen a play. Like, Keep it that life. way. Keep it that way. This the this. I can't name you a worse. Okay, everyone. Let's talk about how bad movies are or whatever. But like, I mean, when you see a movie, you aren't expect like. Movies are not guilty until proven innocent. Like I, in a, at least maybe I take an attitude with a lot of movies or whatever. But a lot of people will see a movie like they're like, oh, I want to go see a movie or whatever. I. The amount of good plays I've seen, I honestly don't know if I've seen a, a good. I've seen maybe two good plays. It's uh, every almost every time I go and see a play, I'm disappointed. It's embarrassing. It, it, the one of the when the oldest art forms out there, and we just keep fucking it up. It sucks. <clears throat> it hurts. It's embarrassing. It's like I see myself. It can't even be shouted for. I see myself there. It's like I'm like I'm just watching. Whatever. Man. Are your uh, are your two good plays by Brecht? Not even Brecht wrote a lot of really bad plays. That's what's so funny about it. Let me say this: I haven't, I haven't seen a production of Brecht. That's the other thing. <laughs> I most, it's like, it's like you can read as many scripts as you fucking want. Which, by the way, that's the other problem with theater: so many bad scripts. It all fucking blows. Even Brecht, Brecht wrote so many fucking stinkers, man. I mean, it really horrible shit. And it's like, why is it so like? Oh my god! I mean, I'm dropping i'm gonna drop out of school and then kill myself shortly after because of this play i paid 11 dollars, and that was a student rate they played 20 dollars to see you know these people they've put so many hours of work into it or whatever and this is what and they can't even oh my god if you if you are a listener to this podcast if you have access to cyanide pills Mail them. Mail I'll, them I'll to us. DM lame, us. I'll help you. Lame studio. This is the bad bit. Bad bit. Bad bit. You guys are here for the politics. Although, obviously, theater is political. Um, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a pretty explicitly political thing, the election. Last week, folks, if you were um, if you were one of the three people that went out and voted, you know, if you, hey, 
and I'll go ahead and say this. I'll go ahead and say this joke so we can just go on with the rest of the podcast. You know, um, what is the fucking line? Um, Electoralism uh, is garbage. No, 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 no. If you're still in line, don't leave or whatever the <laughs> whatever they say. Like, stay in line. Oh yeah. Every once in a while, someone will make that. That's a good and that's a really good tweet. Um, well, you know, I went up to I went up to Commonwealth Stadium. Wow. And voted because that's your I, precinct. Well, no, because I I did early voting. Oh. Because okay. I was going to be out of town on election day, so I went up and I I went parked in the parking lot. And then got a ticket. <laughs> no, I didn't get a ticket. Um, you voted on a paper ballot. I voted on a paper ballot. Well, then I showed them my ID, uh-huh. and then they were they had like huge stacks of ballots, and they gave it to me, and I voted, and then I got my little sticker. And then there was a lot of a lot of people there volunteering. It was very nice. Pretty easy in and out. Took like five minutes. Yeah, because there was no one fucking there. Um, so, folks, this is the lowest turnout in thirty-seven years. Which Christ? Let's so- hear it. It's the 80s, but worse, baby. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. Uh, so let's just go through the list. Linda Gorton, obviously, won by a country mile. Uh, proud of you, Linda. I'm not proud of you. This is a, you honestly, the fact that you didn't do better is a little sad. The fact that also that Kloiber won. Kloiber also won the primary. David Kloiber. David Kloiber proceeds on one hand. Thank God I get to see that weird little. He kind of looks like um. I just see him and I'm like, I keep thinking of like a character. Like he looks like, like 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 he'd be on the Munsters, or like Everything, Adam's family. He's got a yeah. kind of ghoulish kind of look to him, well, which I like just, a lot. I don't know. I see David Kloiber and I'm like, he's just like a kid. Yeah, he also, also oh, that's why he reminds. That's why he reminds me of one of the kids. <laughs> he's um, he's like Pugsley. I don't know, man. Um, he's a really funny. Guy. He had a his reaction was really. He's like, he's like, you know, so glad. You know, I'm gonna take, but we're getting right back. You know, because Lexington, we need new ideas. You know, working on new ideas. And to that, I say, fucking what? I mean, just so. Let me say this to all those of you that are sad that um, Adrian Wallace didn't win. I'm sorry. Maybe Adrian Wallace should have had a single policy. I mean, this guy was just like, maybe maybe he should have tried campaigning. I don't know. Like, whatever. Like, I, I don't know. I just feel like, I just felt nothing from the Wallace campaign. And I was like, and I was like, can one of you, I don't know, do anything that's marketable? And like, look, whatever. I would have voted for him, but just, I don't know, whatever. There's a reason we didn't endorse anyone for mayor. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> They're all to all of... my Wayman supporters out there, you know, the, the whole, you know, don't, you know, you know, stay vigilant. The storm is coming. You know, you know, Wayman. You know, I got stand by. Literally, literally, Wanon over here. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, I, you know, the the plan is still in motion. You know, um, uh, follow the codes. You know. Um, there's a secret war being waged between Linda Gordon and William Wayman. Apparently um, so. Yes, uh, in a in a German data center or whatever the thing is. Anyway, council at large. <laughs> from let's go from least to least yeah, to greatest. So so With, let me let me just clarify something here, okay. right? So you got to pick three, and then for the election, you so also pick three. You also pick three. Yes. So who are we picking? Vice mayor in November. In November, you right. pick three. And there, are, but there are three candidates in November. Yes, whoever has the, no, you pick four then, because there's three. At, no, there's only two at well, large. Well, I pick three on the on the ballot. Stop. Said to stop, pick three. stop. 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 Aaron, I know you pick three at the primary. Yeah. How do I not? Know? How many fucking at large? There's three at large. Okay, so you pick four people. 
What? Because at large, it, it, vice mayor is just the is just the yeah, highest vote getter. Who's of the, the fourth person? Who's the fourth per? I don't. I, I well, you you do it the primary. I know. I think at the general at the general. So they take they take the top four vote. Fuck! Getter. We should just quit this podcast. How do we not fucking know this? This is so embarrassing. <laughs> so you pick four. Wait. So you pick three people. That's on the, not no 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 no. That's not true. Look at it right now. There's only three. The, there's three. There's people. you vote for three, and the and the one with the most. There's only two at large. Stop fucking lying to me, Aaron. I know there's only three there's only two at large okay no but and what then, i'm getting out of here is in the primary you vote for three people yes okay which which i did and then there's six and then and six of those people go on to the primary okay that was my question yes okay i didn't know i didn't know like are there three people that end up which is hard there? like one two three <laughs> four five six seven eight only two people are dropping off of it and sadly <laughs> Let those two people, okay, Matt Miniard, the guy who basically isn't running and, like, won't stop beating his wife. Like, I'm just a horrible, horrible guy. Gets, well, don't worry, like, 800 people voted for him. He's got 2% of the vote. Cool. Afterwards, Arnold Farr, very sadly. Rest in power. I know. Only 7% of the vote. Beaten by fucking Lily Miller Johnson. What? What? I didn't Why vote Why would you her. vote in what? Who are you? If you're voting for Lily Miller Johnson, right? Who were you also? Who is eking out over Arnold Farr? Chuck Ellinger, apparently. Um, okay, this is really sad coming up. If, if if this was the slate of people that like, if this was the slate, like right now, these votes, and this is what we were going to make it out of. Very sadly, Richard Maloney would not be making it to council at large. He only got 13% of the vote. Wah, wah. And that's crushing because although I would never, ever, ever vote for the guy, he is one of my favorite <laughs> members of council. <laughs> He's just so goofy. Um, Bill Farmer, disappointing. I thought he was a lot more powerful than this. Bill Farmer only gets 16% of the vote, to which I say... you, Bill Farmer had... I guess not. I mean, I guess he did lose his sheep. I mean, man. Farmermania. Come on. Support your local farmer. Literally. Well, James Brown, unsurprisingly, though, gets 70% of the vote. David Wu. Dan Wu. Dan Wu. Why did I say... Da- Fuck, I'm so sorry. I just had their last names written, so I was kind of just like... Yeah. I, anyway, I know... Don't worry, guys. I'm, I'm... Look, he's winning. It's okay if I can't remember his name. The Wu crew. Yeah, I hate that. Um... 18% of the vote, congratulations. And this is the most confusing thing. My least, the, the most forgettable member of city council, or so I thought, Chuck Ellinger II, comes out with 19%, the top vote getter. Hey, he turned what? out the vote. What? He got it out. Did you even see a Chuck Ellinger ad? Yeah. Okay, I didn't. Well, not an ad, but they're all over. I, you know, I bet... I've, he's kind of in, in cahoots with the with the constable people because they're all in front. The Chuck Ellinger signs are all in front of the like, properties, like apartments the, and stuff. But, but the Chuck, but the the constables <coughs> all fucking lost hard. Um, anyway, yeah. so that's that. Um, uh, uh, I. Hope that's fine, I guess. So it's yeah. our top six. Yeah. So. So I mean, we'll have Far. I mean, Bill Farmer is going to be back. Far. Mm. Let me say this, Arnold Far. I know you're listening. I know you're like a big crazy fan. Never stop running, babe. We got you. Um, maybe next time we'll we'll do we'll try something a little harder. I'm um, sorry that we couldn't. You know, you came to the picnic and everything. You did all the right moves, and yet no one no one voted. 
If only we asked more Arnold people voted for podcast. Lily Miller Johnson. I didn't even I didn't even know this person existed until just now. I had a, I was trying to find that information about her online. Very, um, I don't know. She missed the most most insane Facebook post. All these people are also like in their like. All of them are really old, hmm. too. Except for Dan Wu. Stay strong, my friend. Council District 1, Fogel, wins the primary. Not not with the most votes, but she made it. Um, uh, we'll, see how that, we'll see how that campaign comes out. District 4, wait, pause, put attack in that. We'll get back to it. District 5, Liz Sheehan, I can't believe it. I honestly can't she believe it. She did it. She pulled it through. 54% of the vote. Wow. I really... If you took a trip through... Like like District Five, I I saw nothing but Lad and Hillemeyer. Yeah, it looks pretty bleak for Lishian. Yeah, um, let me say this: look for pretty bleak for Greg Lad after we crushed him in our episode or whatever. I really thought Hillenmeyer just having the name, just marrying the Hillenmeyers would give you that, but no. And uh, you know what? Thank God. I don't well, it gets you twenty percent of the vote. Gives you twenty percent of, of Chevy Chase, I guess. But um, well, uh, hopefully Lishian can um follow up um on this. Uh, and maintain her majority. I'm sure she will. I don't know what the fuck could possibly happen this summer that would make uh, Greg Ladd the most popular candidate. Um, moving on to Sheriff. Um, <laughs> biggest victory. Uh, Kathy Witt gets 85% of the vote against Tucker Bullitt. I'm like, wow. Jesus Christ. That guy... I hope you all went to his campaign website. Hopefully it's still up. Go check that out. That guy's like... What a goofy! What was his name? D- uh, Tucker Bullet. Um, oh yeah, Tucker. I was always saying a bullet in my head. Whatever. I just I like Bullet because he's like I'm, I'm running for sheriff. I don't know. Look, there's some people. There's some campaign websites where they say nothing, like Adrian Wallace, and then there are some websites where the guy won't shut up, like Tucker Bullet. His Ballotopedia, um, like like uh like like questionnaire or whatever, is the longest I've ever read. Um, anyway. Moving on, because I don't want to think about it too hard. Constable, folks, stop, Aaron, stop, it's hurting me. Get off that website. <laughs> what is your take on the modern tattoo policy? What? I know, literally. I have to leave. Um, McNabb loses so hard. He even loses to the other horse guy. Woo! No more no goofy, more. No, no more goofy blue thing or whatever. It's, you know, um, but what makes it so, so sweet? Who did he lose to? <clears throat> <clears throat> Andrea Welker, UCW herself. Um, so that's right. We got someone that doesn't that has never been a cop, who was in a union, who was constable. Big victory for us, I think. This was good. Not bad. Um, District two, less great, but I was not really crazy about any other things. <clears throat> Mackenzie, who what who is ostensibly a Republican, um, won his seat back. He was running for it was a vacancy. It was between him and this guy who's, I think his first, I forget what his first name. His last name was Hart. Um, he was like 24 years old and a cop, so um, does not get my vote. Uh, Sparks keeps his seat. Um, I don't think, he's just like a cop or whatever, but he's the, the, the best one out of them. I'm sure guys are crazy about him. County Attorney, Larry Roberts. Get fucked. Oh my God, get fucked. Boo, I, it must have hurt so hard that election night. You seem so fucking smug. Um, Angela Evans, of course, no angel herself. She did allow David Kloiber to enter city council by dropping out of the race. 
Um, a race she would have never lost, just so we're on the same page. <laughs> Wait, did she run for a different race, or she just dropped out? No, she left to go to fucking, like, some Ivy League school. Do you, you remember this? No. She left this Council 6 I had to go to, like, fucking... She got some sort of scholarship to go or whatever, and then she just comes back and runs for county attorney. And wins. Well, yeah, obviously. I mean... I don't know. I, it, it didn't seem so obvious to me. Um, but uh, 65 30. Um, wow. And she, you know, and I mean, it was like, what a great little referendum. Because Larry was like, Larry Evans was like, you know, it's like, why Gary's over? And he's like, there is, there's no such thing as uh, institutional racism. I'm fine. Um, which I love. Uh, and Angela Evans is like, no, I'm here to do that. Whatever. Not a glowing endorsement of her, but uh, congrats to her. Um, also, big congrats to Chad All. Um, ran a big campaign and won big. Um, go team. Also another UCW guy. Great to see. Um, Lindsey Burke wins, um, but she was running against a candidate that had essentially dropped out of the race. Yeah, actually, um, I remember they they were like, um, at, at Commonwealth Stadium, they were like, do not vote for this person. Dropped out. Yeah. On like a little Sharpie on a piece Hilarious. of paper. Uh, someone mm. won House District 6, but we're saving that for side B. I'm giving... Some shockwaves. Oh, my God. Guys, I am giving... I'm doing a huge favor for Aaron by 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 giving side B the glory of announcing that. Because, <laughs> oh, my God, guys. I've, I've had a little pep I mean, in my step. You kind of know by now, but... Oh, my God. If you don't know, wow. Oh, God, I'd love to be you. Um, anyway, District 4. Okay. Here is how... The as of current reporting, these are the ballot numbers. Barry Saturday, the arch nemesis of Blake Hall, a guy who Blake Hall would not uh, no would not stop uh, the, the the one election that 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 brought the 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 poster child for Yimbyism to his knees in fear. Barry Saturday, the guy who's so anti-union he won't even let the FOP exist. 30% of the vote, or more accurately, 908 votes. <clears throat> so here's, hold on, I'm, I'm looking at your numbers here. How is, okay, and like look through the other numbers, how does he have 908 votes where the other people have, the next person has less votes? You're so right. I think I fucked this up. I think it's the other way around. Okay. Sorry. No. Did I fuck it up? Yes, I, I think I just got the fucked. 30% with 865. Okay. Marquette is 31% of the vote with 908. I see the mistake I've made here. And Moneras, who, uh, if you all remember, was on that redistricting committee um, while she was a candidate. Very convenient. <laughs> can't, believe, can't believe that happened. Um, How did that happen? Uh, 1,121. 1,121. There is, um, I forget, the. there is like a 40-something vote difference between Saturday and Marquette, right? Saturday loses the primary, but eh, stop the fucking presses. Here's an article from the Herald Leader. Came out during Election Day. Voters in at least two precincts in Fayette County received the wrong paper ballots during Tuesday's primary election, said Don Blevins Jr., who I hope loses his general election. Um, just just so we're on the same he page He posts here. on Reddit a lot, I will say. Well, how nice of him. Um, so does... Uh, David O'Neill, the PVA guy, I oh, think yeah. he also posts a lot, which I kind of love. Um, anyway, in the Lansdowne <clears throat> Elementary polling place, which is where the Leewood and Cedar Run precincts vote, the ballots were swapped, and the mistake was not caught for four hours, right? 
Luckily, though, not a single fucking soul came to vote. So, in short, only 71 ballots cast had this problem. You'll note that 71 is a higher number than the margin between Barry Saturday winning and losing the primary. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, who knows how this is going to go. It's going to the courts. Um, We'll see. But, folks, the Saturday scourge... Um, is not uh, is not good. Now, of course, he'll never go. The man's a perennial candidate. Um, he will keep running until morale improves. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for Clarence Thomas's opinion on uh, the Barry Saturday oh race. Oh my god! Stop! <laughs> stop! Don't! Oh stop! Oh. What is Scalise gonna? Oh, it's horrible. Why would you say that to me, Aaron? As we both pause to take a sip. Stop, I had to clean my fucking mouth after that. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, so Lexington's um, experiments with the paper ballots are, um, uh, they're working on it. I'll say this. I think paper ballots are good, though. They were fun. I got to use a pen. I filled it in. I was, like, coloring Oh, well, that's your big mistake. Graphite only, babes. Well, they said to use a pen. I know. Well, this is just me. The British elections don't. British elections don't let you use a pen because what if it's disappearing ink? Okay, um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, very like. They, oh no, yeah, that's the <laughs> definitely the worst thing happening in British <clears throat> yep. democracy right now. Well, yeah, they they provided the pens, and I totally could have stolen a pen from the government, but that's I didn't good. do it. Mm-hmm. Well, brave of you. Um, I'm gonna start stealing library books actually, <laughs> um, just since we're on the list thing whatever um anyway um that's the that's the super short story on that um uh we will be keeping you posted on the barry saturday situation the lawsuit we're going to court lame in court hit the gavel um let's see oh i'm not i'm only gonna talk about this very briefly because my time is up um basically uh, but, um, and also, uh, I wouldn't keep getting kicked off. We already complained about this. The website was fucking up for me today, so I don't have much to report on it other, otherwise then, except that the webs are the least favorite development. They're device. at it again. They're at it again. They've teamed up with some Texas firm, which I'm like, why? You, why, why do you fucking, I hate developers so, so much. Just... Why are you real doing, estate and you technology. need a partner? Well, oh, baby, don't I ever? Um, uh, and don't even get me started on Rodnall. Um, <laughs> thank you, Aaron. Thank you, thank you, thank That's you. That's good. First time you've ever laughed at a joke on my podcast in two fucking years. <laughs> um, anyway, so there, <laughs> folks, it's promising. The, the the stupid sports arena in the high street parking lot. Uh, not fucking happening. Thank Christ. What is coming? The Webs? The Lincolns? They got something, folks. And this is all they've got to pitch to us right now. So um, be ready to be let down. But we've, we've heard the phrase. We've heard the phrase. We've heard it, folks. Everyone's favorite buzzword. Mixed use development. I'm That's what they're saying. The, the, the Yimbies are screaming out there. <clears throat> With a, quote, high priority on groceries. That would, unironically, this damn, this downtown Lexington needs a single corner store so fucking bad. Um, that's the hope. Uh, I don't know. 
I've been reading some particularly toxic Yimby discourse. Oh yeah. Um, the other uh, on 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 Twitter recently. Um, and uh, God, I gotta get off that fucking app. It sucks. I know we like like post our episodes on it or whatever, and that's the main way that people contact us. You could get in contact with us at LexLanePod at gmail dot com, but you choose to DM us anyways. Um, you should email us. You should email us. We're so lonely. Um, even if we don't respond, we love getting your <clears throat> messages. We do. Anyway, um, if this, I'm keeping it brief because you all know this will not be the last time we talk about this thing. In fact, we got there's a there's a rolling list of development shit that I got to get back on the ball on because um, it's a lot of good uh, a lot of good stuff to talk about. Got a little good input from Blake Hall, honestly. Should probably just bring him on the podcast again. And, and Blake Hall is just, just like our third member. Stop saying stop. He's I've never not. said that before. He's just stop. Oh, never. Stop it. Stop it. I can't. We can't be happy. That's it. Staff meeting on the podcast right now. Okay, <laughs> huddle in, everyone. Okay, huddle in. Um, yeah, yeah. Just stop. <laughs> <clears throat> Whatever. Um, well, there was some interesting. There's some interesting things too going on with Pasadena. Really? The, he, well, he was talking about it, and then it was also in the word from the third, um, where they're repainting, they're repainting the roads. Um, let me pull this up. Pasadena, like the road? <clears throat> yeah, Pasadena That's Road. That's in the third district? I, apparently. It's bullshit. Well, maybe it is now. <sighs> well, you know, because the whole redistricting thing. Aaron, you got to get new maps printed. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry to say, yeah, okay, Pasadena. Oh, it, oh, it totally is. Yeah. <clears throat> Pasadena Road, in which... Oh, I've been seeing that image. I haven't looked that in hard which at Hanley it. In which sent out the most... I mean, like... Yeah, I've seen this before. You t- there's the lowest resolution. Hey, she's trying. she's, she's trying. trying, yeah. But, um... It's like a bunch of different bike lanes and stuff, and there's, like, yeah. bike lanes with both sides. Well, I'll say it, Pasadena fucking sides. needs it. Um, um, talk about a... Talk about a... Honestly... Really sad for the third district just being poisoned with Southern Lexington like that. Well, well, yeah, that's the word from the third now. So the word from the third, folks. And with that, God, get me out of here. I yield my time. <clears throat> you are listening to the stop. Eyes on the prize, Aaron. I'm just reading the Stop reading the, the fucking... The this bluegrass. is the worst. Every time on this goddamn podcast, you pull out that little iPad, and you're just looking... You're just reading. I'm just reading the word from the third. Stop this is the bluegrass. Is, the, I, we don't even... I'm asking, you for, I'm asking you for a tight 30, Aaron. All right. All right. <laughs> well, I'm just reading about the bluegrass stock dog trials. <laughs> oh, just say the name of the podcast. It's the Lexington Art Critique Marxist Experience. Uh-huh. It's the 21st of May. 2022 we didn't even say at the beginning i'm so, yeah. so distracted and tomorrow is the last day of the dog stock trials <laughs> which is that is technically new stop don't close it don't pull it so don't pull it back up well, give me, me my note give me, i need my notes oh my fucking god hold on this well, is... follow us look follow us on twitter Elaine pod email us at like at gmail.com you can give us uh five five stars for this five star podcast on iTunes. Uh, <laughs> Give us five stars for such a distinguished five-star podcast like ourselves. <laughs> a world-class podcast. <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the Guy de Michelin over here. That's anyway. right. Um, yeah, LexLamePod.gmail.com, you know the stuff. Um, let's just go on to side B. Let's just do it. Oh, I don't wow. have anything else. else. I don't know. What else should I say? I have no idea. You're listening to side B of Lame. Um you know what day it is, and you know who I am. I'm Aaron. 
and we, we didn't actually introduce ourselves in the beginning yeah, i thought we did fuck no this is um, really folks were rusty <clears throat> well we're rusty and dusty here on lame and we are just waking up from the most earth-shattering news and you know oh folks i'm so i didn't <clears throat> i'm gonna be honest with you all I didn't think this would happen. No, we were we, we we were apostates. We were doubting fucking Thomases over here. We thought it wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> and it happened. Oh my god. Kentucky did it six happen? Jeff Young. Jeffrey Young. Boom! Boom! Abolish the fucking CIA, baby. <laughs> the sending ripples Ooh. through the Ooh. through the Kentucky Democratic Party. Carried every fucking <clears throat> county but Fayette, baby. With okay, so he's he's with Chris Priest. Um, t- Jeff Young gets 25,712 votes to Chris Priest's 24,003. Slim little margin, folks, but we did it. I mean, Jeff Young. And here's here's one from, from Jeff Sevasta. From one Jeff to another, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture, and it says, you said you would vote blue no matter who. Prove it. Prove oh, it. Jeff made the thing. Yeah, that's great. That's, well, let me say this, not the best ever graphic design. Politicians never really do. But, yeah. but this is truly, folks, float blue no matter who. We're going to ting, we're going to dangle that like a cat toy in front of you every fucking episode. Um, there is this in- insane Austin Horn interview in the Herald Leader, which we're going to go through because there's been some developments oh. in the Kentucky Democratic Party oh. um, in response to this. Some some opinions, some words are thrown, some feelings may have been hurt. Aww. So they start off, Austin Horn talks about how this is, uh, quote, the eighth time running for something in Kentucky was the charm. That's all right. Yeah, because he's perennial candidate. Governor Andy Bashir. Everyone Bashir's, is these days, though, so. Yeah. Um, Governor Andy Bashir said at a press conference on Wednesday that he will not be supporting Jeff Young. No. Yeah, the, the, the nominee. The Kentucky Bitch. Democratic Party released a statement saying they could not support a candidate who has frequently sued the party, its officers, and virtually every elected oh. op- official over the past <gasps> decade. But yet, he fucking won the vote. So what is it? <laughs> so what fucking is it? Bashir said that Young, quote, needs help in a comment to which uh, the candidate took offense. Well, okay. Can we pull back the curtain on this? Yeah. The guy's probably not that well. I don't get Jeff the vi- Young. I don't get the vibe that Jeff Young is like totally like I don't know if I'm playing into the into the uh into the the the, the liberal, you know, uh playbook on this by saying this, but he does not, you know, let me say this. We've had our shared the guy's pretty obsessed with litigating Russia today. <laughs> He likes, yeah. That's the one thing, right, about about Jeff Young is that he's, he's like, not, you know, well, you gotta, you can't always. It's rough. Everything, you know everything else except Russia. I'll say this. Fuck it. I'll say this. I'll say this. No, no, no. You're right, Andy Bashir. He does need help. Why don't you support him as the fucking candidate? That's right. He needs to fucking, buddy. If you all, if you start, if if the Democratic Party wants to pussyfooting around, this will be Andy Barr's hardest election. <laughs> To win, uh, to, to, uh, yet, all right? Oh, 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 what? You really thought fucking Chris Priest was going to do anything? Fucking, he's, the, the guy is identical to Josh Hicks. They just have a different fucking, Josh Hicks just makes more money than him. He I like, mean, I don't know, it's like Adrian Wallace, like, name me a position yeah. that Chris Priest has. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, are, so, 
whatever. Let's keep 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 going through it. Uh, Young said, "I think it's insulting, and I don't have any mental illness." Uh, his implication is pretty nasty. Ethan Wallace, former communications coordinator. Ethan Wallace, what's up, man? Former communications coordinator for the Priest Campaign, who's involved with the University of Kentucky College Democrats, called Young, uh, quote, a chaos agent in the Democratic Party. He said, Kreese. You know what? That's embarrassing. Priest and his supporters have no desire to work with the Young campaign or support them largely because of his foreign policy views. Oh, no. The next new line in bold Young. Ukraine, United States are the bad guys. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a complicated, nuanced situation? Maybe, but not to Jeff Young. (laughs) That's. Yes, baby. Oh, what are you afraid? Are you afraid? You afraid of admitting the United States is the bad guys? Well, I don't know. You know, Rand Paul does all this. Does, Rand Paul has does very similar shit, but it, everyone's fine with him. He's the most popular guy in Kentucky. He's a Republican. I know, but the Republicans are fine with it. It's I guess funny so. to me. I well, don't know. He wins. Yeah, he wins. Hey, buddy, he fucking delivers. So what's unique? Young's focus on foreign policy, in particular, his claims about the prevalence of Nazis in the Ukrainian resistance. Well, that's obvious. Um, Come on. This is okay. Stop it. We do have to stop it right here. So a little foreign policy thing. The the fact that there. okay, the debate as to whether there are Nazis in the Ukrainian military right like 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 the explicitly nazi organizations that operate now that have been enveloped fully into the ukrainian military the that is that is a fact and only became something that was debatable and controversial weeks after the war in ukraine started <laughs> the the brave fucking defenders in that in in that in that steel plant are all fucking azov battalion fascists which by the way azov no, azov flags on new circle road horrible 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 unironically all 2,000 of those guys, they should have just been fucking bunker busted. Would have been better for this world. Unironically, it, like, 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 there is not, there is no, like, like, I'm not, I'm not, and let me say this, idiot, I'm not call, I'm not saying that every guy in Ukraine's a fascist. I'm just saying it is so stupid, and I'm, I'm not doing the Jeff Young, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> let me say this, is the United States great Satan? Yes. Is um, you know are the Azov Battalion you know the minions of that? Yes, are, are are just Ukrainian people to blame? No, they're just guys. Just like they're I mean, just they, people. They are people who are be, who, who who are subject to a military invasion. You know, um, let me say this: it's you know they're the brave fighters when they do it in Ukraine, um, but uh, when you see uh, Palestinians doing anything remotely similar to that. Um, they're terrorists, so... Um, we'll be getting into some of that later. I know, but I'm just saying this. Until you all are willing to fucking <clears throat> go out here and talk about how, you know, we need to, you know, the fucking Israeli state needs to be fucking rolled back and out, you know, that you need to end the apartheid in the Levant, um, uh, we can't even begin talking about whether or not um, uh, uh, the Ukrainian war is just or not. Um, and I'm so, I'm very sorry. We're trying to talk with Jeff Young, but like I think he's a foreign policy guy. I mean, it's we, it's this whole it's this whole thing. So it's it's yeah, it's it's this whole thing. Um, 
Uh, where even was I? Uh, Young's stance on the situation in, in Ukraine hinges on the belief that the vast majority of Western media coverage from the region is untrustworthy propaganda. Um, Obviously. Which is We're like, not there. Yeah. <laughs> he estimated that 95% of reports about Russian war crimes and atrocities are false. Okay, well. I don't know well. if I would say... I would say... Let me say this. I'll, never <clears throat> has there been a modern conflict where more... Western media outlets have been th just tossing that phrase around, right? Um, a few other notable times that the, the war crimes phrase has been tossed around. Syria, Iraq, I mean, Somalia. Like, like, what do you fucking want? I mean, like... I would say maybe maybe not 95%, but a good, I'm a not good amount of it. I'm not denying. Look, I'm not... I'm, I'm All these horrible images coming out of Bucha, probably right, okay? Whatever. But I'm just like, you cannot call everything a fucking war crime. it's so embarrassing whatever um russian news media however he says is mostly reliable okay now this is <laughs> this is the fundamental break with the jeff young thing i'm like come on <laughs> i unironically i think the funniest possible outcome is that these libs are right in that jeff young is a russian asset i would still vote for him just so we're on the same page blue no um, matter who baby blue no matter who one um two like I, you know he's getting me the goods he's a peace candidate he's abolishing africa <clears throat> wallace said that uh the reluctance to support young from former members of priest's campaign is largely based on young's uh, where he said that oh sorry please. um most americans support sanctions on russia and ukraine and sending ukraine weapons according to cbs poll uh young is generally quite skeptical of u.s foreign policy priorities that are backed by both democrats and republicans yeah as in, you should in the campaign video he called the central intelligence agency the worst terrorist organization in the world today yes only only matched by the federal bureau of investigation and the anti bar is a warmonger oh, yeah obviously all, all, fa all correct uh young has also called amy mcgrath who beat him in the 2018 sixth democratic primary a war criminal <laughs> i don't know if she's committed any war crimes but <laughs> was she even deployed anywhere i don't know well she was on I, I, she did, well, i mean she did 9-11 she was gonna do the the the, the West Coast nine eleven, but they called it off after it was um exactly like, whatever. Um, that's a joke, folks. It's yeah, a joke. Listen true. to the Trillbillies. Um, he added that Young's Young's primary win speaks to how uh, short of a bench Kentucky Democrats have of folks who believe they could beat Barr in the district, and same within the party. Yeah, you can't. This party's fucking feckless, and they're gonna continue to be. Um, as long as they refuse to endorse any candidate that's got a shot. This guy carried every county but Fayette County. And Fayette County really will vote blue no matter who. So who cares about that? This guy, I mean, whatever. I don't just very, like... In discussing Young, Bashir also made reference to a time when Young said something nasty to him when his son was present. Uh, Young okay. said that he recalls the moment... Uh, while he was pro protesting his exclusion from a meeting of other Kentucky Democratic gubernatorial candidates outside the Kentucky, Kentucky Democratic Party headquarters. I said, one of the, I said, quote, one of the criminals has arrived, referring to Andy Bashir and his habit of rigging Democratic primaries. Uh, Young said, That's good. I can understand why he feels so hostile, but I wish he hadn't let his emotions rule over what's best for Kentucky. <laughs> Man, let me say this. Jeff, Jeff, let me say this. When it really comes down to it, Jeff really knows how to fight. He's got, I mean, I'm I mean, truly, follow, follow him on Twitter, Young for Kentucky. 
absolutely best follow i mean it's like half it's half like russian media and half just like <laughs> it's it's half agitprop for the russians half like him dunking on andy Bashir. yeah <clears throat> um young said that the only reason he ran as a republican in 2020 when he got just four percent of the vote in district six was because of the perceived election rigging by the democrats as for his victory over Priest, Young said that his name recognition from seven previous runs, a 2012 state house run as a Green Party candidate, 2014 sixth district primary, a run for Democratic nomination for governor in 2015, 2016, and 2018 sixth district primary, um, Democratic primary, a 2019 bid for governor, and 2026 district Republican contest played a role in his win. I'm glad they listed all of those. Thank you for. Li- I let me say this. I don't. <clears throat> you know what I think played a role in his <laughs> played a much bigger i never heard of jeff young until now um he well he says you know, you know his, what got my attention his branding is peace candidate abolish yeah, the cia peace for peace abolish the cia abolish africom <clears throat> that's what jeff young well jeff young said that all of his name recognition for those and his peace candidate thing i think it's the peace abolish it's the CIA. Peace, jeff you know don't worry about it um, Young beat Priest, a science teacher from Berea, who focused on his focuses campaign oh. on more traditional democratic issues like health care and education. Oh, yeah. Traditional edu- traditional <clears throat> democratic things that they definitely have been able to get a single fucking thing on in the last decade. You um, can't you can't campaign. You cannot. OK, if you're Democrat, you can't pay, you cannot campaign on health care if you're fundamentally not going to do anything about it. Just you, like Joe Biden says, healthcare is a human right. That's you. You've lost that. No one believes yeah. you. I mean, like all of the same. I like. I'm struggling to think of a major like domestic policy difference between Chris Priest and Jeff Young that isn't like abolish the CIA. Yeah, and stuff like that. I mean, like they are this like Medicare for all, legalized marijuana. Yeah. It's like the same. This is and this is another fundamental <clears throat> thing that I think shocks a lot of liberals, like especially the Democratic Party. Um. Uh, I'm. Sh- they're like. They're like. What do you mean a candidate can win an election on something that is explicitly, abstractly political? Like, like you know. I mean, this is the same. I mean, so many, so many like, he- you know, people that like claim to like represent like working class needs or whatever. They're like, oh, like like in like the in the you know in the 1910s and 20s, even the fucking Social Democratic Party of Germany couldn't but did not believe that German workers would strike for political action like like beyond like just everywhere but surprise folks you give people you know you you engage with people on things like i want to abolish the cia and these people who you know i know the people in the democratic party just look flat out look down upon um will respond to that because they're not dumb you know they when you engage with them in a in, in a serious manner in a serious political abstract manner they can respond in kind i don't know Right now, what they're trying to do is they're trying to organize some kind of write-in campaign. So stupid. Which, like, just vote oh, for Jeff Young. Or just vote for Andy Barr, you fucking idiot. He's He represents you way better, you know. If, 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 you, if you're upset that, whatever, so stupid. We're going to be volunteering for the Jeff Young campaign. <laughs> I already, me and Aaron are going to be knocking door to fucking door to get you people to vote for Jeff Young. I'm excited for it. And will, will we spend 30 minutes at every door, every door explaining to explaining to the guy that just goes, what do you mean? What's Gladio? Yes, we will. <laughs> yes, we fucking will. Um, Africom. What is that? We literally what's Africom? Um, so that's that's uh, Jeff Young. Um, vote for him in November. Vote blue no matter who. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry, that was that was demeaning. They'll come for me for that. Vote, vote blue no matter who, Lib. Maybe. Oh, I like that. I don't know. I can't. The, sometimes I wonder if we're a little bit too. Um, uh, here, here's a. You want to hear like a 2016 term? Okay. Dirtbag left. Oh my god. Uh, the, the, is this what they think of us? Pull up. Pull up the Wikipedia page for dirtbag left. Yeah, I'm sure it's just a link to fucking. It's Chapo. just Chapo. Yeah. Okay. You keep get get onto the next article. <clears throat> Charles yeah. Booker won. Oh right. Duh. Yeah. Okay. Congrats. Um, congrats. I don't know. If, yeah. Well, I, huge shout out to Charles Booker for not being literally sabotaged in the primary i mean like yeah who who was gonna be ruth gal i i uh, was amazed that they didn't try anything like that they really they just really finally okay they're like all right booker we'll let you in yeah but um yeah so and then attica scott lost. he's not gonna win attica scott lost attica scott lost this sucks. to morgan mcgarvey well whatever so what can, you, what can you do folks what are you gonna do here's what i'm worried about <clears throat> and like, I don't know, it's like a common thing I see, but I mean, I, I don't know, I kind of expect it in Kentucky. <clears throat> Looking at the primary results, and obviously this is like the lowest primary turnout ever. Embarrassing, like five guys voted in the yeah. election. One of, one of them was me. Um, it was, I mean, you look at the numbers, and it's like, okay, Jeff Young got uh, 25,000 votes. Andy uh-huh. Barr got like 80,000 votes in the Republican primary. Now, granted, there are more Republicans, but still, I'm just like... How are they going to pull it off? They're not. Simple ass. Well. This isn't a real party. This is Kentucky. Also, by the way, if you were wondering, the dirtbag left is a style of left-wing politics that eschews civility in order to convey a left-wing populist and anti-capitalist message using subversive vulgarity. It is most closely associated with American left-wing media that emerged in the mid-2010s, such as the podcast Chapo Trap House. Oh, love that. Awesome. Great. Coined by Amber Frost, apparently. Interesting. Thank you, Amber. Anyway. Um, other things. Uh, n- next news article we have is from uh, Bruce Bruce uh, Schreiner Schreiner from the Associated Press. Thank you, Bruce. Guest, a guest author here on Lame. Um, and we're talking about uh, Kentucky's unemployment rate. Uh, Kentucky posted its lowest ever unemployment rates in April, offering more proof that the state's unprecedented economic momentum, Governor Andy Bashir said Thursday. But, but, the state's but no one wants to work anymore. I don't no know. No one wants to work the anymore. The state's seasonally adjusted greedy. preliminary jobless rate fell to 3.9% in April, the gov- Democratic governor said. It's the lowest rate ever recorded in bluegrass states since the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics began reporting rates in, in 1976. According to the Kentucky Center for Statistics, uh, Bashir says Kentucky's economy is absolutely on fire. That's one way of putting it. That is literally one way of putting it. <clears throat> Which is actually an episode that we did, an economy on fire. Yeah, we already did that joke. It's um, Today's report shows continuing success is uh, benefiting Kentuckians across all the Commonwealth. Um, so, yeah, uh, there was 16% in COVID. Now it's, I guess it's not COVID anymore. So we're down to. Although. It's coming back in a big way, folks. You know, it's coming back. I almost considered putting in a COVID, bringing back the uh, tried and true COVID section at the beginning of the podcast. But um, my theater going experience uh, over overrid that. Well, um, so here I have a chart, um, and which is you know something I love to do on this podcast is just do visual things. Fuck, it's every episode with you. All and right. so it's it's a member. I'm getting a great. This is great for me. Uh, so I did this. I went to Bureau of Labor Statistics and I went and looked up 
the percentage of uh, people in a labor union uh, in Kentucky. What did Trump do to the labor unions in Kentucky? Um, that must have been Bevin when he signed the at work or right to work law. Oh shit! That's totally what yeah. Happened. That's what happened. Fuck. Whoops. Um, we were on par from 2013 to 2016 with the. In fact, in 2016, exceeded the United States average of union uh, percentage of unionized workers, which was um check it 11 percent. Um, and then we've just been declining. You know, back in the day, it used to be like half. Used to be like forty percent, fifty percent, even sixty percent, and now Kentucky is Folks, at don't worry seven percent. Every single day, I log on and I see that another Starbucks is unionized. So it's coming. It's coming Folks. in a big way. Um, labor wave. A labor. God, labor wave. That's I'm good. Sorry, I'm sorry for bringing up more stupid terms. <clears throat> um, I also want to remind every everyone. Um, that this, I mean, it's, I guess it's good people are working, but they're not necessarily in a union job. Yeah, and also, this is also, yeah, in the background of that psycho, psycho labor bill. Uh, in the background of House law. Bill 4. Yeah. You, you may remember we were talking about that, which is it ties jobless benefits to the unemployment rate. So that means that if you are taking out jobless benefits right now, um, you are just fucked because it's the lowest that it's been in a very long time. Yeah. In a very long time. My my mother it keeps going like they're still they're still on the COVID money. They're not coming off the COVID money. And I'm like, what are you what are you on about? They can't get the COVID money. It was gone a year it was been it's been a year. They since took the it COVID all money. they actually are worse off now. Yeah. Also every no one wants to work no it's I'm pointing at the graph on my podcast. Look at um, this graph. Literally. Look at this graph. <laughs> anyway. The next Final one. I don't know. How much time do we have? Go for it. All right. This is a little fun bill. Uh, or a, a little, not a fun bill. A fun story. It's a little little goofy story from a little the goofy halls story. of power. Thomas Massey. We all know him. Uh-huh. And um, some of us love him. Some of us don't. Um, yeah, only, that's not only, my problem. I wouldn't know him. The only no bill, or only no vote on a bill to condemn anti-Semitism. Great. Um, which... Like, okay, whatever. Very funny quotes from it. I know. So from this like, article. It's like, from the Courier Journal. Let me say this. I get why everyone wanted to vote yes on it because, oh, it would look bad to vote no on a bill to condemn anti-Semitism. But, like, so stupid. Uh, the resolution Massey voted against Wednesday afternoon includes several non-binding calls to action. Including non-binding? Fuck, sorry. Yeah. Um, including, well, I mean, that's the Democratic Party, though, isn't it? Yeah, actually, um, no, no real discipline. Calling on elected officials, faith leaders, and civil society leaders to condemn all forms of anti-Semitism, urging elected officials to condemn all denials and distortion of the Holocaust and to promote education on the Holocaust and anti-Semitism, calling for intensifying U.S. cooperation with other governments to fight global anti-Semitism, um, and you, I mean, you get the gist of it. Um, <sighs> is this just a, is this just like, um, it's anti-Semitic to criticize the israeli apartheid state oh we're getting there oh great great cool uh massey tweeted at about 1 a.m thursday evening saying if we just voted based on the name of the bills i'd vote for almost all of them ace (laughs) he he did not specifically mention the resolution on anti-semitism he tweeted 
directly about the resolution Thursday afternoon saying, I don't hate anyone based on his or her ethnicity or religion. Lie. (laughs) Now that's a lie. Legitimate government exists in part to punish those who commit unprovoked violence against others, but government can't legislate thought. This bill promoted intent sen- in- internet. internet internet censorship and violations of the First Amendment. Well, if it was binding, maybe. But um, honestly, he's not wrong. Um, and then there was like a spokesperson. Yeah, there was a spokesperson they were quoting, and then they pointed out to other past actions by Massey that she indicated were similarly troubling, including voting against the 2020 bill to fund efforts to help educate students about the Holocaust. Um, voting against an extra one. Okay, now this, like, now this, this worst he, worst person you know makes a good point. Yeah, he's a real one for this one. Remember, uh, uh, at the height, it's like exactly a year ago. It's every fucking May. Yeah. Um, uh, there, you know, when there's another, um, when when there's more fucking horrible crackdown yeah. from the IDF. We're voting against an extra one billion dollars for Israeli's Iron Dome anti-rocket defense system. Actually, good job, Thomas Massey. I Thank can't God. believe I'm saying that. I'm voting for him. <laughs> I'm stuffing the ballot box for him. Thank you, Thomas Massey. Um, fuck the Iron Dome. Uh, fuck Israel. Iron Dome. I just don't understand why they need a billion dollars extra for the Iron Dome. Aren't they like? Like, I just, like, I mean, come on, guys. Like, like, if you're, like, I mean, like, you've won. I, just, I History's, I mean, full of sore losers out here. Come on, you really need an extra billion dollars for it? You're fine. You're, you're fine. Liter- you're literally fine. <laughs> anyway. Um, he also opposed aid for Ukraine in the wake of Russia's recent invasion. That's, I, I don't know why they had to, had to clarify well, we, that. In light of the, well, yeah, well, you know. Um, and then uh, this isn't even like a policy thing. He just posted a tweet that compared vaccine passports to uh, the identification numbers Nazis tattooed on people in the Holocaust. Yep, and there's our boy. And there we go. And there he's back. And now we're we're brought back down to earth, being reminded, um, being reminded of what's happened here. Um, and so yeah, that's um, district. What is he two? I don't know. Something like four. Northern Kentucky for you folks. Maybe Suburban four. Suburban Cincinnati. Four sounds right. Yeah. Whatever. It's not like it's our job. Wait, we're District 6. So we don't yeah. Have to... Hey, buddy. I only... Hey, I got the peace candidate. We're, we're the Lexington Marxist experience. We're not the Latonia Marxist yeah. experience. Honestly, it's going to be so... It's like Jeff Garland, he's like, he's like and not only is he going to get the vote new, blue no matter who, but he's also going to get to be like, the Democrats have rejected me. For not for not falling in line with their political, for for, for they've accused me of double think. It's I'm Jeff Young and it's literally 1984. We gotta break the fuck out. I, imagine like imagine like Bernie wins the nomination, like what? He wouldn't. Well, he wouldn't. But We're like watching this is what uh, uh, Jeff like, Jeff has uh, through no lack of trying in the Democrats' hand has won this this nomination right. And we will watch over the next couple months as the Democrats actively work to destroy their own candidate. Simple as. And as we've seen it before, Charles literally happened to Charles Booker. Happened to Charles Booker. I don't know what the fuck he did. Probably became a lib. Um, hired Stacey Abrams on his campaign. Our campaign manager. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. It's it's happened before. It's going to happen again. It's going to keep happening. This is easily our most um, controversial very controversial episode. episode. Well, I mean, this is what happens when we don't do anything for. I, it's. I mean, Aaron, it's so good being back. I just, yeah. I just really want to get. I was, you know, well, we were just waiting to, you know, we've got all these foreign policy 
stuff bottled up, and we've like, oh, we've never had a good excuse to talk about a show. Jeff Young, Jeff Young, you, our yeah. fucking savior. I love you. He's for peace. He is for peace, folks. And with that, with that, it's happened again. You have you have flushed down the toilet. Another perfectly good hour. All right. Listening to lame. Our esteemed executive producer is Charlie Carey. Our our graphics, uh, stickers, and buttons and stuff are designed by Claire Thompson from ClaireThompsonArt.com. Claire gets more stuff every episode. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> the Jeff Young billboard. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Next you're going to get go, um, um, uh, morale was uh, The morale for this episode today was brought by to you by Jeff Young, um, yes. our production intern. <laughs> You can email us at lexlamepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at lamepod. Leave us a review on iTunes. Um, I don't know. What else do we have to say? Final postscript note. Yeah, postscript. Of course, to spend so many years living in the United States with the knowledge that we are the great Satan, of course you are in poor mental health. <laughs> I just, I just should say it should come as an obvious thing. This even happened. I've been reading a lot about pre uh, interwar Germany, you know, Mm. and the people, you know, the left group that split from the social Democrats parties or whatever in the period where they were waging this, when they, when they were waging this sort of inter party fight before they officially split or whatever, all those people were in the worst physical mental health they had ever been in their lives. There is nothing more physically taxing on the human body than than uh, living and fighting, living in and fighting the imperial core. And to what degree it happens to you is directly related to the level of privilege that you had. You know, mm-hmm. if you're Jeff Young, you get to hold around for a couple elections and you win. If you're whatever that guy's name is, and it's very sad that I don't remember his name right now because I'm making a serious point. It ends up with you almost shooting a mayoral candidate and going to jail. Um, you know, Quintez Brown. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's the nature of the game. That's the stakes. And um, uh, for that, I commend Jeff Young, my favorite Russian asset. Um, you've you've done it better than anyone else could have. <laughs> um, you've out, you've outlived, outsmarted, adapted, and overcome. And with that, I, this is January. I'm signing off. All right. Well, uh, another post postscript. Post postscript. All right. A little programming note here. Oh yeah. Because I'm going. I'm I'm gone. God damn it. I'm, I was about to say we here. should do this. We should do this more often. We should do this podcast more often. Hey, I'm sorry, listener, that this is happening. But I'm I'm gonna be out of. I'm I'm going. I'm going away. I'm going into a place where there's no. I can't talk to anyone. Aaron's doing some professional development in the fucking woods. <laughs> Yeah, there's no service. Like, it's okay. We'll be back. And uh, sooner, sooner than you think. Sooner than you think. And when we're back, oh, baby, the episodes. Exactly. And so, I don't know. Every time, even though Andy Bashir calls us Russian assets, every time he hears us say it, this is lame. Whoa, just really just no breaks or wow. Even though. No, no, no. Andy, let's, no. let's Let's cherish that. Wow. 50-something fucking episodes, and this is the first time you've ever said the outro just perfectly. (laughs) You didn't stop. You didn't stumble. You didn't have to stop to think. You just said it. Amazing. (laughs) This is the power of theater. 